Did you know? School Sport Victoria offers 650,000 sporting opportunities in 31 different sports. At 10,700 events across the state every single year. That's a lot of kids playing sport. And for over 25 years, the Victorian School Sports Awards have recognised more than 1,500 students, teachers and volunteers for excellence and outstanding contribution to school sport. Now that's a champion effort. Hi everybody, um, Howard Lewis here from School Sport Victoria and uh, we're very fortunate today on our fourth instalment of uh, School Sport Victoria Live to have Kyle Adnam from the South East Melbourne Phoenix. Welcome Kyle. Hey Howard, uh, yeah thanks for having me guys, looking forward to it. Yeah, so um, we've had a really good um, input from all our uh, SSB sports fans out there that you're on, and we're always very excited to have some of our partners uh, join us for School Sport Victoria events, so uh, welcome. I'm just going to tell everybody a bit about you, and then we'll uh, just see some of you in action. So Kyle's a, uh, an Australian professional basketball player and he plays for the South East Melbourne Phoenix in the in the National Basketball League. Um, off some media reports, people tell us that Kyle has a relentless pursuit for excellence. He's a spark plug from, and has been for a, a few of the NBL clubs he plays for. And Kyle has played in a backup point guard role just in the the past season for the new uh, franchise that came in for the South East Melbourne Phoenix. Um, his reputation is really as a formidable opponent. He takes pride and effort and tenacity whenever his number is called. But this last season was definitely his season for growth and certainty and understands the need for continual improvement when playing alongside some experienced proper players. And there's some really great guards playing, not only for South East Melbourne Phoenix, but but also uh, in the league, and you're uh, so you've got some stiff off stiff opposition, but you really took it to them throughout the season, Kyle. And I really commend you on your season. Thanks very much. Yeah, there's uh, some very good players in the NBL, and I plan to progress um, as fast as I can in my career and get to their level. Yeah, so we I believe we're going to throw to to a video of you in uh, action, um, some highlights from your a game. Where you just caught fire for the Sydney against the Sydney Kings, so uh, hopefully we'll see that right now. It doesn't look like a man shooting twenty nine percent from the three point line. He's just coming out super aggressive. Well, you know, runs the more you miss, the closer you are to your next make. Adnan. Kyle Adnam makes that tonight. Is Mitch Creek's favourite for the MVP in this Hungry Jacks NBL twenty? Is Kyle Adnam? Drops in a bomb. Why not give it back to Taylor? He spins in. It's not so much. He made himself dizzy. Gave it up. Kyle Adnam in to kick it. And he drops a much-needed two on him. Everyone having the opportunity to bring the ball down the floor. Traditionally, you're saying the guards have got to come back and get it. That time, Kyle didn't come back. He makes up for it on that one with a nice little mid-range. He also said, any time we have free throws, I want to face guard after free throws and push up the court. Get stops, run, have some fun. 
Nice work, Brad Adnam's been firing. Good to see Kyle Adnam filling it up a couple of times. Haven't been in it for a while and yet haven't been completely out of it either. 14.7 minutes and Adnam keeps the door open. And this is something the Sydney Kings have done with very well this season. We talk about their stars. We know how good they are as Kyle Adnam tees up another one here. Gets it to go. Their bench players have really stood up. From one end to the other, Brad Newley. And he's just about sealed the job. Adnam down the other end. 42 seconds left. Oh, great job, Kyle. Um, I'm just going to go through a bit of your uh, career history, but please feel free to, to jump in. Uh, you started your juniors with uh, the Mount Evelyn Meteors and progressed uh, right through the Kilsyth Cobras uh, and you kind of went from them right through the under-12s right through to the Siebel and you've uh, you've been a little bit of a journeyman the last few years following following your uh, you know pursuit uh, of making it at the highest level. You uh, you played for the 36ers, uh, the Hawks up in Wollongong, uh, Melbourne United. Hopefully you'll share a bit about that in a little while because you, you know, had a great, great season with them. Uh, and you played in New Zealand and you had a little go with the Kings, but we're really excited that you're back in Melbourne. Um, do you want to just touch on some of those, those little things quickly? Yeah, I mean, obviously... Uh, when you become a professional uh, or looking to become a professional, you kind of have the option of either going to college or, you know, starting out professionally post high school. Um, I chose to stay here professionally. Um, So, you know, at times that can mean that you may jump around a little bit while you're becoming a development player and trying to figure, you know, what roster you potentially have a chance of really making. Um, So, yeah, you know, there was definitely some experiences in other states that I think helped really grow me. Um, and I think, you know, now at this point in my career has definitely made me the player I am. So I can, you know, come into this Melbourne season as the past season and um, I'd love to spend the, the rest of my career here. Well, we're really glad you're back in the heartland um, and some of those uh, kids are itching to get and have a chat with you and we've got some questions that they will ask and some that I will ask on their behalf. So we're going to quickly move on and we've got Marcus from... Patterson Lakes Primary School. Marcus, go ahead and ask your question for, of Kyle. Hi. Question. Oh. Um, what was the transition like from Kilsyth to the MBL? Uh, hey, Marcus. Uh, how are you going? Love the jersey first and foremost. That is unreal. I hope it's got a number four on it. Um, yeah, the journey from Kilsyth to the MBL was. Um, yeah, it does. W- was great. Um, uh, yeah, the journey from Kilsyth to the NBL was was a great one. I think, um, you know, having played at a junior association for almost twelve years, um, you definitely have a soft spot for them. And 
Um, I think that I wouldn't be where I am now without that association. Um, sort of coming out of under 18s is when I really started hitting my strides. And I think Kilsyth and uh, my coach at the time, Rod Pop, um, really pushed me. And at 18 years old, he, he said that I'd be starting on the Siebel team, which is the highest league underneath the NBL. Um, so at that age, to be the starting sort of point guard and leader on the team, it was um, a pretty amazing accomplishment. And I think it really excelled me into that NBL career um, and definitely prepared me to be a leader on um, the next stage, which is the NBL. And um, I'm always working on that side of my game. Thanks, Kyle. And thanks, Mark, for joining us as well uh, today on SSV Live. Um, Kyle, could you um, paint a bit of a picture for us about your school sport? Um, you told me uh, off air that you you were at Birmingham Primary School, which is in Mount Evelyn. And, and uh, have you got any hoop time memories? And then can you take us on to when you were in secondary school at Mount Lilydale Mercy College? Because I know you had a... Uh, a great trip involved with uh, their EISM rep team. Yeah, I think um, I think my love of the game was almost built at a school level. And, um, you know, in primary school, I had three brothers. We were all at the same school and we'd meet at lunchtime every day and play on the asphalt courts. And, you know, I think it's really where I really developed the game. I played for my primary school, um, Birmingham Primary at Hoop Time. Absolutely loved it. Um, I we won one, which was amazing, but we also um, had a couple of difficult losses too. But we often played the age group above, so I think that's really where I also learnt um, how to deal with bigger, faster, stronger players from a young age. So that was a really good thing for me. And obviously, then transitioning into high school, uh, had the opportunity at the EISM level to to represent our school, and it's a great pathway for kids. Um, I think that it may at times be a great opportunity for them to be exposed to some really good coaching. And, um, you know, I know all the representative programs are looking at school sports too. So it's a great, great opportunity um, to go out there and, and play for your school and with your friends. Thanks, Kyle. We've got a question that's come in from Harsh out in uh, Mount View. Uh, what obstacles did you come across that challenged you in your career? Great question, Harsh. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, obviously for me, number one would be I was obviously always a smaller player. Um, so, you know, coming into my junior career, I was probably the last person looked at um, as to who was going to be a professional basketballer. Um, if we played games of five on five, I was always the last one picked. Um, so I had a lot of hurdles in terms of just getting over, you know, maybe not being the stereotypical basketballer. Um, but I think it also made me the basketballer I am today. As I mentioned, I, I was forced to learn, uh, you know, learn to lose for one, but also how to adapt and how do I create my own path and be resilient? How do I beat a stronger player, a quicker player, a taller player? Um, and I started working on my skills, different timings of shots, um, you know, different footwork, um, when to bump your defender, all those things I think I learned naturally from a young age, being a smaller player. Um, so that was a big challenge, but it was also a um, great success as well and one of the great things too about my career. Yeah, um, got another question coming in. Um, 
Oh, hopefully we'll see it in a minute. But I've got one for you. Just um, a well-known Australian football coach once said, the greatest risk is taking no risks. What is your advice to some young players about taking the game on? And what what do you what what should they think if they make a mistake? Oh, I think that's a that's a massive um, question and one that I often get asked, um, you know, from from parents or clubs or whatever it is. And I think that individuality in sport is the number one thing that either creates a really successful athlete or someone who you know may give it up. Um, individuality, if you look at look at any successful athlete, athlete, there's something that they do really well and there's something that they really pursue. And, yeah, I think it's so important to not be, um, you know, sit in the back seat and as much as you, you never want to be a selfish player, but it's really important that if you're just going to take a back seat all the time, I don't think you're going to progress where you want to go. You've got to go and get something that you want. Um, and I think it's a really important message that, yeah, as I said, it's not about not being a team player, but it's about putting yourself in in the forefront and in the picture of being a great player and making that commitment to yourself and team. Great advice. Um, we've got Elijah uh, from Tulian, Tulian Primary School. Uh, are you ready to ask your question of Kyle? Ooh, just. Um, it was it was quite busy. Uh, from sort of Monday through Friday, I was training. Um, I did NITCP on Mondays and Wednesdays. On Thursday and Friday night, I had my Cobras training plus a domestic training on Tuesday as well. Uh, and then also the fr- oh, Friday nights, I had games, sorry, um, Saturday morning games, Sunday training. So when I was quite young, Monday was about the only day that I would have kind of free. Um, and it's, I think it was really important to have a balance in that. You know, it's, it's super important to be training and always working on things that you can improve. But it's really important to have your time away from basketball as well, whether it is one day or a few hours and, and enjoy that time, um, hang out with your friends or do something you love. But my one thing was when I went to training, I wanted to make the most of it. I didn't want to waste a training session. It was an opportunity to get better. Um, so, yeah, it's a really important thing. No matter how much you are or aren't training, I think it's really important to be training a lot. But if you're not, make sure it's really good quality training and you're really getting the most out of it. I suppose that also meant your parents only had Monday night off too. They sure did, and there was three of us, so they barely got any nights off. Yeah. Um, we're joined by Van from Red Hill, down in Red Hill. Can you hear us, Van? Oh, go ahead and ask a question. Hey, Van. Hey, Kyle. I was just wondering, what struggles did you face on your journey to the NBL? Great question, Van. Um, I think I just touched on it a little bit with my size, um, but I will kind of elaborate a little bit more um, 
you know, I had plenty of times in my career where people told me that I wasn't going to make it. Um, I never made a state team. I never represented uh, mm-hmm. Vic Metro, didn't make a state team. But my goal was to, when I finished sort of under 18s and I was really coming into the age where I was potentially going to be a professional, was to be in the mix for the Australian teams. Um, and by that time, I was. Um, and that's when I made my first Australian team. So, yeah, I had lots of challenges in people telling me that I couldn't or I wasn't the stereotypical basketballer, but in my mind I knew what I wanted to do and I wanted to be a basketballer and I wasn't going to let um, other people's opinions get in front of my dream. Cool. Thanks for joining us, Van. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Van. Great advice advice from Kyle. Kyle, moving on, uh, I've got a question that came in from up at Bright. Right, Peter 12, uh, Brock asked the question, is the basketball stadium you play on bigger than the one we play on in under 11? Oh, I think they'd be pretty close. No, we uh, we are very lucky. We have a beautiful arena down um, in the city in Melbourne called Melbourne Arena and um, it seats about 11,000 full capacity. Um, we've sold it out a couple of times our first two games of this inaugural season sold out, which was unbelievable. Um, but sometimes the crowd can be a distraction too, though. So, you know, maybe you guys are a little bit luckier. You don't have this crowd screaming at you while you're shooting a free throw. Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I went to the uh, game that you guys nearly pulled off against the Sydney Kings. I think it was the second last game of the year, probably your last home game, and the atmosphere was huge. And um, the noise factor was amazing. Um, and we've got Dante on the, coming on on the line. Dante. Uh, Dante's from Heidelberg Primary School. Uh, hey, Dante. Can you ask your question now, Dante? Oh, what are you doing to keep fit during the quarantine? Great question. Um, for me, I went and I've got a few. I've got a few gym equipment, different dumbbells and bands and things like that. So, um, our club, we're very lucky that we've got um, some really good staff who work with us for our fitness and also our nutrition. So every day we have to report to them on different things we're doing, how we're feeling. They'll send us back some workouts to do at home. Maybe we go for a run. I've been going down for a run on the beach a little bit um, and surfing when I can. Um, But, yeah, a lot of home workouts and good nutrition is really important in a time where, um, you know, it's very easy to get lazy and probably snack a lot watching movies. So good nutrition is really important. Thanks, Dante. Uh, a little bird told me that you don't have a basketball at home sometimes, Kyle, and you've got a footy. Yeah, uh, I know. It's a weird one. A lot of uh, lot of basketballers don't have basketballs at home. When I come home, I just want to, if I'm going to go do something, it's probably kick the footy or go for a surf. <laughs> um, just got a question coming in from uh, Robbie Coyle. Uh, can you... It's pretty small, but I'll uh, do my best. Yeah, that might be, speed things up. Thanks, Raf.
yeah, good question. I've just um, obviously the Boomers stuff was incredible, and uh, post that, I'd I'd plan to head over to New Zealand again in the New Zealand NBL, um, which is their national league. Um, I was going to go there and play. Um, I was also looking at some potential NBA training stuff as well again. Um, but all of that's kind of, you know, been put in the works and, um, yeah, unfortunately. But also, you know, we're, we're very lucky in Australia to be, you know, quite protected from this virus at the moment. So um, I haven't been doing too much, but I've also been really fortunate, as we all have, to be in such a safe country right now. Yeah, you did. You, you did do a, a workout with Dallas Mavericks a few years ago, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, hopefully we can maybe we'll come back to that because we've got Marley now with a question. Welcome, Marley. Marley's at Ivanhoe Grammar. Uh, she's up Hi, at Marley. the Plenty campus. Go ahead, Marley. Um, like you, I am one of the smallest players in my basketball team. What advice would you give to us? Great, great question, Marley. Um, I think that being one of the smaller players in the team also brings a lot of responsibility and really good responsibility. Um, you know, whether it's ball carrying or scoring, but I think the big thing for a small player is really understanding that um, creating space is your friend. So the more you can use your speed and quickness to get away from your defensive player, it can really help yourself and also your, your teammates. Um, and I think just having determination and believing in yourself, I don't think, I think I'm a, a little bit of proof that you don't have to be the tallest player in the world to, to be a professional. So just dream big and um, yeah, back yourself in self-belief. Thanks, Marley. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm just going to chuck a couple of quick ones at you, Kyle. Well, Hopefully Cooper comes on the line. Um, your opinions? What What's more spectacular in basketball? Is it a three pointer or a dunk? Uh, well, a dunk's pretty cool, but I'm a bit jealous because I can't do them. Okay. What's more satisfying, an assist or a steal? Assist. And what's again? What's more satisfying, three pointer or assist? <sighs> oh, a big three in the fourth quarter is pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, so we've got Cooper still yet to join us. Hopefully he will. Uh, got Jarvis. Hopefully can hear us. And Jarvis is from Penley and Essendon Grammar School. Oh, and, I know, I know uh, Jarvis. Far away Hello. with your question, Jarvis. We're all ready for your question, Mark. I saw his words. Have missed out. Pardon? Um, unfortunately, due to this isolation, we as 12-year-olds have missed out on the opportunity to try out for the SSV basketball team this year. What other pathways would you recommend for us to try follow a career similar to yours? Great question, Jarvis. Uh, you always have good questions. I think I've spoke to you a few times back in the United days. Um, yeah. Yeah. Awesome question. Um, I think it's really important to understand that, you know, whilst this have been a missed opportunity, I think it also can create opportunity as well where, you know, you've got an opportunity to work at home on potentially some things that, um, 
you may not have been able to, um, whether it's ball handling or different skill work. So hopefully you can do that. But I think the rep path is a really great one outside of the school um, path if you don't obviously have the school stuff going on at the moment. Um, I think I can see, is that a Sabres jersey going on right now? Um, no, this is just the Vic Metro one from last year. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so, yeah, just I think the representative path and also the school path is – they're both amazing. But just, just believing in yourself and understanding that the more you work your way up through rep or school sport, whatever avenue you take, um, I don't think it's – you know, it's, it's about that end result sort of under 18s and onwards. So continuing to progress as much as you can until then. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Thanks, Travis. Great question. Obviously, a close mate of uh, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, we've got Addison on the line now. Uh, Kyle, Addison's at Ashley Park Primary School. Ashley, Addison, if you got your question, fire away. Hi, Kyle. I play for Elfin Wildcats. Um, as a junior, did you do like extra training at home, and what was it? Great question, Addison. Um, yeah, I did lots of training at home. Um, one thing that I love doing around the house, which I found quite fun, was um, doing your everyday day-to-day activities with your opposite hand. Um, so for me, I loved brushing my teeth with my left hand, eating my cereal with my left hand, um, different things like that. It was a challenge, and sometimes I was a bit messy and mum would get mad at me, but I, I eventually got a lot better at it and I think it really fine-tuned my sort of touch on my left hand Um, and now I actually prefer dribbling with my left and shooting layups with my left sort of close range. Um, So yeah, I think it really helped me just different things around the house. Um, Obviously, we had the backyard backyard too, which I spent a lot of hours at. Thanks. Um, thank, thanks a lot, Addison. Thanks for your question. Good luck with your school and also with the Eltham Wildcats. Um, we've got Cooper from Bimberdeen Heights Primary School. Cooper, are you ready to go with your question? Yep, I've got two. Um, like you did, Kyle, I play for Kilsyth Cobras. What was your favourite memory with playing with them? And what was the best lesson or skill that you learnt? Good question. That's from Noah. That's from Noah? I think so. Great. We're just trying to work that one out. (laughs) Great question. It was a good question. Um, For Kilsyth, I think my, my most fond memory is uh, we, we actually had a really similar team sort of all the way through from under 12s to uh, youth league. Um, so we kept about eight of our guys all the way through and we always lost. We'd always make finals and we'd lose and we'd lose and we'd lose. And we made the youth league grand final um, and we won by about 20 points and um, we all held up the flag together, which was unbelievable Um to considering we played together for 10 years and then to finally win one together was absolutely amazing. Um, and I think the lesson I learned from that was about resilience and, um, you know, sometimes you're going to lose and it's about getting back up and we did it over and over again and lost and lost and lost. And I think eventually that resilience finally paid off for us. So that's a big lesson. 
Yeah, I believe that question was from Cooper. He just froze on the screen, but uh, that was his question from Bimbadeen Heights. And and now we've got Noah. Noah on the line as well. Noah, uh, Noah's a Tin Turn Grammar. He's got a question for you. Um, who inspires you, like the most? Good question. Uh, my parents uh, obviously are huge inspirations to me. All the work they've done. Um, but if we're talking about a basketball player. Um, Steve Nash was my idol growing up. Um, if you're not 100% sure who Steve Nash is and you're a, a guard and you're listening out there, he's a great guy to go and look at. Um, he was a smaller guard. Um, he won back-to-back -back MVPs in the NBA. And, um, yeah, he was just amazing how he could create space and, and set his teammates up. And he was really creative. And I was he was my 100% inspiration for basketball. There's some homework for you, Noah. Uh, do a bit of research into Steve Nash. I want 500 words in my in an email to me by Monday morning. <laughs> Have a great weekend, Noah. Thanks for joining us on SSV Live. Uh, just got a couple more questions, Kyle, um, that are coming through. Um, uh, we've got Kai's question, which I'm quickly scrolling through. To find, uh, I've got one here before I find Kai's uh, from Lucas Hill, who's at Berwick College. Kai, uh, Kyle, getting my K's all mixed up. Um, how hard was it to be? How hard was it to make it in the NBL, being you know a smaller player? Uh, I mean, it was definitely hard. It, it took a lot of hard work and um, skill refinement. Um, but for me, I always had the self-belief I could do it. And I think um, you've got a really good chance of doing anything if you are determined. Um, from that, I, I just knew that getting to that level was about having really, really, really good skills. And I knew that if I didn't have that combined with, you know, being a smaller player, that wasn't that wasn't going to work for me. So I understood that from a young age and I really worked on my my skills and skill work and I practised over and over and over repetition. And, um, yeah, fortunately I'm here today. Uh, and we're very thankful for that. Um, quick one from me. Uh, as you said earlier, it's pretty loud sometimes in at the uh, – What's what's the name of them of the Phoenix's uh, home turf? Uh, the fire pit. Yes, the fire pit. Uh, it was pretty loud in there for, for old timers like me that night. So, I'm, I'm, how do how do you guys actually hear each other on court, or can you? Um, I mean, I mean, as a point guard, I most games I finish with, and I've got a really sore throat, and I can I can barely talk. Um, because, yeah, it is so loud and you're constantly yelling. But there's plenty of times that you can't hear your teammates and, you know, that combined with understanding the plays um, and also signalling and different things like that, you've really got to be on top of that because there's a high chance that you can't communicate in the game verbally. Um, and then really tight huddles. Anytime there's a whistle, you got to get close together and talk about the next possession. Okay, uh, we've got a question from Kai from Templestowe Valley Primary School on screen. When you were our age, and he's at primary school, uh, did you play more than just basketball? Great question, Kai. 
Awesome question, Kai. Um, I, I sure did. I um, I tried everything sort of under the sun. I did tennis, footy. Um, I played football all the way until under-14s. Um, yeah, surfing, skating, uh, any sports. I did a bit of motorbike riding, uh, snowboarding, everything I could. I think um, I think it's great to really fine-tune all sort of motor skills, especially at the primary school age. Um Although basketball is a very skillful and fine-tuned game, so it's I think it's actually really beneficial to have multi-sports when you're quite young for basketball. Um, I, th- I think it's it's really beneficial. So do as much as you can, but yeah, if you if you decide that basketball is for you, um, I definitely focus on it and really push um, as much as you can as soon as possible. Well, we've had some great questions and interaction with some of our uh, SSV uh, cohort. Um, we're just getting a question coming in. Hey, if um, being, being back to so loud in the fire pit, if you had some uh, walk-on music for if you were in the WWE, what, what would it be? <laughs> oh, Put you on I'm the spot. not sure. I- I really don't know. The kid, the kids today would probably want me to say maybe Justin Bieber or something like that. But I'm, I'm gonna go with Jimmy Barnes' Flame Trees because of Mum. She likes okay. that. I like the Flame Tree and the Fire Pit going together too, Kyle. That's there you go. Uh, we've got one from Lord Bro Seven. Uh, what was your most memorable moment of the 2019-2020 NBL season? Oh, there were so many. I'm going to answer with two. The first one was uh, winning the, our opening game against United. Um, that was huge for us. Um, just to sort of say that we we were here and we were legit. And um, yeah, that was a huge, huge start to our our campaign and um, our first ever game in the NBL. Um, also, right at the end of the season, we you know we probably lost a few close games that you know could have put us in different positions. Um, you know, it's always easy to say could have, could have, but one thing at the end of the, our very last game, we had um, you know close to a thousand members stick around after the game and sit up behind the basket with us and take photos, and they were all smiling and telling us how proud of us they were and. To just see the community in the in the heartland of basketball really get around us, regardless of you know maybe some disappointing results. Um, I think they saw the long term picture um, of of what we were going to achieve long term. Well, we're really thankful. Oh, we've got another question. If you can hang on a little bit longer with us, Kyle. Yeah, um, got it from Victoria Peterson. Growing up, did you have a basketball hoop in your backyard? Yes, I did. Me and my brothers would wrestle and scratch and play on that all day. Thanks, Victoria, for the question. Um, we're, we're nearly out of time. We really appreciate you sharing with us. Um, so you were going to be off to New Zealand and you were going to join a new new team this time, the Wellington, Wellington Saints, I believe. Um, what were you kind of looking forward to and, and what are you going to? What What are you planning to do in the in the near future? Uh, especially keep in mind that you probably you got the Asia Cup and maybe the Olympics. You know, somewhere on the horizon. Uh, and and what, what's what's coming up for Kyle? 
Um, yeah, I mean, this this time's probably given us a little bit of uncertainty right now, but um, I know right now my preparation is solely focused on Phoenix um, as, you know, the next thing, obviously we're not 100% sure, but the next thing that I've got in my thing is the NBL season starting in October. Um, so we'll prepare as we do for that. Um, obviously, Asia Cup stuff, I believe there's a window in November and February as well. Um, so those things are definitely on my mind as well. Um, as much as I can. Um, yeah, I think for me, it's just about challenging myself to get to the next level. I mean, my ultimate goal is to, you know, play for Australia at the Olympics, play in the NBA, all of that still. And as far as those dreams may be away, um, they are still what drive me every day. And it's important to have them, whether they're, you know, going to be achieved or not. I think it's really important to have something to, to drive towards. I think that's great advice that, you know, you got to have goals, you got to have dreams. And, and do you write them down too? Do you visualise them? Yeah, I write them down a lot. Um, I'll remind myself occasionally when I start getting a little bit frustrated or tired or whatever it is, as everyone does, um, I'll go back to my little sheet that I wrote down and have a look at what I wanted to achieve and see what I've ticked off because I've been very lucky to tick some things off and, when you tick something off on one of those things you've written down, it is a huge, huge success and a huge, um, you know, something you should be really proud of and it it means a lot. Uh, we're, we're at the last couple of questions. Uh, sorry, just to touch on that. Someone else I, I heard speak uh, a year or so ago, it was a really good coach speaking. Uh, he said sometimes writing it down could also include drawing a picture of it or or having a picture of it. This person visualised playing at the highest level in Australian football and he had a, he, he actually drew a picture of the MCG on, a, you know, with him in a, in a, with, with wearing a premiership medallion, which is, which is something you were able to do winning a championship a few years ago as well. Uh, so you you have ticked lots lots of boxes, but I reckon you got so many so much in front of you. Uh, we've got uh, Lavani Latu from Banyul Primary School asking a question. They also play for Rosanna uh, Bas Rosanna Basketball Clubs and Crossover United and Kilsyth Comp and Eltham Wildcats EDJ, EDJBA Comp. Well, they're they're, all, they're right out there. What age did you play rep? Kyle, and did you opt to play rep or were you scouted? Um, I actually, my first year of rep, I was 11 years old. Uh, it was called the nursery squad at Kilsyth, but um, yeah, sort of under 12s, as you guys would call it now. Um, I was invited to come try out um, by a Cobras coach after a um, Meteors game. I was very little and I loved footy and I wasn't really 100% sure what I was keen on doing but yeah I, I definitely was asked to come try out and I think once I did that try out and realized that um, maybe I was all right at basketball I think I really started loving it after that uh, thanks again I, I, there was one question that popped up on the screen and uh, it was something like uh, how did how did you find or how how great was it meeting mellow and RJ in the NBL? Because I know they're very popular with a lot of the, the players, and we're talking about Lamelo Ball, who played up at uh, Wollongong Hawks, and RJ, and I'm struggling on the surname. Who Hampton? Hampton, who played for the Breakers, I believe. Yeah, yeah. No, they're um, 
they're incredibly talented uh, young 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 guys right now. Um, you know, they're eighteen years old, uh, nineteen years old, and playing in a professional league. So, um, you know, they they may have got knocked at times because they weren't having thirty points or. Um, and I think Lamelo bounced back with that and had a few amazing games. So, um, you know, they were young guys, and I think getting into a professional league has really excelled them. I know both of them have spoken on that. Um, during the games, I obviously had to, to guard them a lot as they were both kind of my position as guards. So that was a great experience playing against them and, um, yeah, going at them as well and trying to, yeah, trying to beat them as you would try and beat all your opponents. So, um, we fortunately beat them both. We we won the game, so that was important to me. Um, yeah, but yeah, they're going to have a bright future, and uh, they're also going to have pretty pretty um, busy pockets, I'd say. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, today, Kyle. Really appreciate uh, you your involvement with us today, and uh, Southeast Melbourne, mate. Uh, whoops, Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> Love the Phoenix. Uh, they, some of the players came to some of our state finals uh, last year, so we're, we're really enjoying our involvement, and especially the kids are who who are, are getting to mix with you. It's exciting to have a franchise back out in the southeast, the heartland of uh, of Victoria or Melbourne. Um, and your game, someone wrote, and I do agree. Uh, it kind of uh, resembles someone who's a, a very famous Australian player. But I'm curious to know who your hero is when you uh, – who do you look up to? Uh, growing up, I always looked up to sort of two guys in Australia, and that was CJ Bruton and Shane Hill. Um, yeah, I often get told about the Shane Hill thing. I don't know if it's just because i got blonde hair too, but um, no, Shane was an amazing player, and if I could have, um, you know, half the career – uh, hammer had I'd be re- I'd be really really grateful. Okay, I, I was actually fishing a bit even beyond that uh, a little bit and a bit more modern day because you know some of your game really seems to be uh, it's it's really looking like Paddy Mills who, who we know plays for San Antonio is a national hero and and I really hope that you could be uh, you know working with Paddy in, in the near future. Uh, that would be exciting, I think, an, an amazing opportunity because uh, you bring in the same energy when you're, cu- you're coming on the court. I, you can just feel it. You are a human spark plug. It's, it, it's great. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, um, uh, Paddy was definitely in the forefront of my mind. I was just thinking early days, but he, he's, uh, he's influenced my game, game a lot. Um, my uh, my partner's sister's husband is Joe Ingalls, so Joe's helped me a lot. Um, I'm constantly in contact with him over in the states, and he's always watching my games. And um, you know, Paddy, I'm sure he watches a lot of the NBL too, and had the opportunity to scrimmage against him a lot. So, um, and he's an unbelievable player. So I'm always watching him over with the Spurs and trying to pick what I can improve myself on as well to to, to get like him. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, Kyle. We've gone a little bit over time, but really appreciate your time you spent with us. Uh, wish you well for hope. Just stay well, stay healthy. Uh, looking forward to the NBL season, uh, and really looking forward to the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. You know, just just really, you know, coming into their own in the second in their second season. Good luck, mate. 
Thanks, um, mate. Thanks for having great me, guys. Great little fist bump. Um, we can do and thanks for all Raf's work behind the scenes and and for all you joining today on uh ssv live it's been a great episode um next week i believe we've got uh an ssv ambassador ashley brennan who uh is still involved with ssv and was or still they're always an olympian so uh was an, uh, an olympian gymnast so uh I wish everybody have a great week. Uh, look forward to Friday next week, one o'clock with Ashley Brennan. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, guys. See you later.